Welcome back, everybody. To Welcome the Big back. Squad it's been uh, a minute. It's been a month. <laughs> Has it been a month? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what time no. is, Polly. We've talked about this. I know. And there's I get, there's been these like holidays and whatnot in between. I feel like about actually 200 years have passed mm-hmm. since we were last in this room. It really. It might have. I think I was, I just fell into like a time void and I came out and I was like, only a week passed. <laughs> what are you talking about? I lived many lifetimes. <laughs> so many lifetimes. Well, no. Well, here we are. We're back. We're back. And we want to talk. About books, and we want to ask. Uh, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. What is the first book you're planning on reading in the new year? Okay. And then I'm going to talk about it, and then we're going to be like, if you're listening, please drop in the comments. Yeah. The first for sure. book that you're reading this. Yeah, time. for sure. Um, so I had a different book on, and then I changed it because the day we are recording this, it is the publication date of You Just Need to Lose Weight and 19 Other Myths About Fat People by Aubrey Gordon. You might recognize this book yes. because I literally just mentioned it in the last podcast, and I was going to do a different book, but I was like, this is – if I want to answer this question honestly, what's the first book you, you're planning on reading in the new year? It's this book. Um, I've pretty much been specifically waiting to read it. I haven't read anything yet. I keep collecting. I want my eyeballs to be clear. Yeah, I want my brain to be scrubbed clean. Mm -hmm. I want, um, yeah, I keep collecting little books and hoarding them at my desk and uh, in my home. But I was just like, nope, this is the one. Um, So on my lunch break, I'm going to walk down to the Raven Bookstore and I'm going to pick up my copy, which I put... um, put on on hold in advance but uh it is a it's a nonfiction book this book was essentially designed to bust myths about fat and fat people and um it's a really good accompaniment to listening to maintenance phase um one of the most recent episodes that they did on maintenance phase was about how Aubrey essentially wrote this book in response to viewers being like, okay, so can I have a condensed version of what to say if my family members are being crappy during, like, uh, family holidays? Like, how can I answer these questions? How can I combat these these myths about about bodies that we have learned our entire life and so it's really difficult to unlearn? And so Aubrey essentially just made that book. So this is, like, a book that you can kind of carry around and keep with you and uh, hand out to folks who maybe don't know um, what's what's going on in regards to, to bodies and activism and stuff like that. But I'm really excited. I read her other book um, last year, What We Don't Talk About Fat, uh, don't, What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat, um, and it was really, really enlightening and really lovely to, to read. And um, as I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned maintenance phase a thousand yeah. times on this podcast so mm-hmm. far. So like I love, I love the podcast. I just love Aubrey Gordon in general. I love the work that she's doing. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, realistically, this is the book. As oh. soon as we're done recording this, <laughs> you are, you're going I'm to leaving right when we're done. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I know now I'm like, I kind of want to go to lunch too and see if they have more than just mm-hmm. pre-copies. Yeah. Um, I guess you can tell me. I guess I will. if you go I'll over there. You know. Okay. And then I can snag one for myself. Great, great, great. Okay. Um, my first book, and I'm going to throw in the caveat, I, I'm not scrubbing my brain. I had to, <laughs> I had to read, uh, I'm having to read book club books, and we'll talk about that in the book club section. Um, but 
Uh, the first book that's not a book club book I want to read this year is Thistlefoot by Gemma Rose Nethercott. Mm-hmm. First, let's talk about that name. It's great. Gemma Rose Nethercott is the name I would have chosen for myself. It's like a fairy tale heroine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Well, she is uh, a writer and a folklorist, so um, it is the perfect name. I don't. I actually want to imagine that she, that this is her real name. I mean. I, it probably is. I want it to be her real name. It's her real name. I want for sure. To, I'm not even gonna look that up. Okay, it's not gonna I be the show. Notes. I, I want to think <laughs> that her name shaped who she became as a person. Like, mm-hmm. who am I going to grow into with this name? Eh. So, a writer and a folklorist, and she also writes a lot of poetry. Apparently, okay. Um, and I find that I like writing or uh, writing reading novels that are written by poets, mm-hmm. um, or and sometimes people who write poetry and nonfiction. Like I, I, I don't know why, but there's like the way they write often just sort of like sucks me right in in mm-hmm. a way that. Um, that other people who try to write lyrically don't. And I think maybe because poets write like so visually in a way that appeals to me. Um, Apparently I do like poetry. Um, So this is, uh, this is the tale of um, Baba Yaga. So if you're not familiar with Baba Yaga, it's a, Slavic, Slavic uh, tale that um, and around that area of a, of a woman, an old hag. Sometimes it's a part of a trio or um, who lives in a hut mm-hmm. uh, that's a sentient hut that is on chicken legs usually. That's so good. Um, and there's, I, I, I almost hesitate to say what it's about because there's a lot of versions of it so Mm -hmm. but that's the gist of it it's um and often uh the tale is associated with like female empowerment and um, maternal empowerment and uh, Baba Yaga is sometimes the giver of gifts, but also sometimes she will eat you. And so, <laughs> you know, don't mess with Baba Yaga. And so in this story, um, it's Baba Yaga. It's a lot of Jewish folklore. Um, so I'm totally in for that. And um, it's set in modern day America where two siblings find out that they are the inheritors of um Thistlefoot, which mm-hmm. is the hut of Baba Yaga. Um, and then from there, it is described as a sweeping epic fantasy, Incredible. which is not always my jam. But mm-hmm. I feel like this is giving me the vibes of um, Naomi Novik, oh, yeah, for sure. like the like Spinning Silver and Uprooted. Uh, who's the other? Um, I feel like there were... T- Two people that they like referenced. If you like this person, you'll like this person. Um, I know Naomi, Naomi Novik is often listed in mm-hmm. the same breath as like uh, oh, Catherine Arden, the bear in the night uh-huh. tale, that kind um, of stuff. The, and this is uh, oh Sarah, what's her name that wrote Piranesi? Piranesi, it's uh, mm, it doesn't. I can't matter. remember, but I'll put it in the really? Yeah. So if you if you liked that those type of uh, books, I think. This is the also a book for you, and I just I love that. Um, there's just not enough books that talk about Jewish folklore. Yeah, I think. so I'm in, and and I have decided that I am committing to reading 50 pages a night. Incredible of whatever I'm reading. So I, if I want to read two books at one time, then I have to like 
read both of those books, but I'm committing to 50 pages a night. This is my 2023 resolution. You heard it That's great. here, folks. It's the 10th and I haven't. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I have because I've been reading book club. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading book club books. So um, I will report back at our great. next uh, session here. Good. About what I'm doing. but Incredible. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, um, everyone, let us know what your what your books, what you're reading at the beginning of yeah. the new year, and whether or not you have set any resolutions yourself. I would love to hear that. Yeah, um, and then stick around. We have a a little emphasis on little <laughs> special guest coming up in just a few moments. So introducing our episode topic, which is the Book Squad uh, reading challenge, Book Squad mm-hmm. goals for the year. Um, we, I am going to introduce Ilka uh, Ivanchuk, Book Squad member, lovingly dubbed the Book Fairy, who has been in charge of uh, this project that our department does for all the times that we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Ilka, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your reading tastes and then we can get into this project? That yeah, totally. Um, I'm a longtime lover of libraries and a big uh, super user of the library before I even started here. Mm-hmm. Um, really glad y'all started paying me. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, uh, after many years, uh, it's been seven good paying long years uh, so far, so much appreciated. Um, uh, nice of us to do that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, by super user, I mean I used, like, everything, checked out movies, periodicals, books, yada, yada. Um, but uh, as far as the realm of books, um, I tend to gravitate towards, like, poetry, short stories, um, graphic novels in particular, Um inspired by my brother's lifelong love of comic books and graphic novels, which he's been collecting since he was a teenager. Um, And I've been drawn to the genre of autofiction as of late. Mm -hmm. um, Well, what what Ilka is not also telling us about herself is that she is an artist and makes incredible art. And and makes all of the really cool things. If you have the good fortune to live here in town and you get to come into the library, yep. you get to see all of our holiday creations. <laughs> yeah. So um, the fireplace, that's yes. all things to Ilka. Yeah. <laughs> we will actually, we'll include some of the, we'll include pictures of oh, for our sure, holiday because creations. Because if you don't live here, you deserve to yeah, see them. Yeah. That, that. It is and, truly a stunning work mm-hmm. of art. And I not, I'm not, yeah, that's right. Like, and uh, in charge of the displays mm-hmm. and does a lot of our graphic work mm-hmm. for our displays and for um, any other things that we do, any programming that we do. So, um, you yeah, know. super lucky to have someone so incredibly talented. Oh, I know. On our team. Bless, I should come to this podcast more often. Thank you. <laughs> a, Jack, a Jacqueline of all trades. Like. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um, let's let's let you chat about this. Uh, about the reading challenge and tell us about all the topics we're going to discuss. Yeah. Um, this year, 2023 is year five or six of the reading, uh, book squad reading goal challenge, um, that we've been doing. Um, we, uh, help patrons by giving them, uh, 
12 prompts, one for each month, uh, to kind of give them a little boost uh, to jumpstart their reading year. Um, and, you know, people always set out the goal to uh, start reading, but then it feels really overwhelming, and that's why you reach out to the book squad, so this way you can um, <laughs> be guided gently uh, throughout <laughs> the year. Yes. Um, With the lightest uh, of touch. <laughs> exactly. Um, a whisper mm -hmm. uh, is how gentle. And um, so we have several prompts that kind of go across genres. Uh, so it will help you get into different genres as well as uh, different um styles, there's poetry, short stories, um, but as well as uh, diverse, um, there's uh, ones that touch on uh, books written by refugees, um, as well as um, people from, you know, an author from the Middle East, or a book that involves in artificial intelligence. Everyone loves AI right now, so um, we're on trend. You want to get on it. Do, do we all love it? Is that the <laughs> well? <laughs> we're talking about it. Hot it's topic. <laughs> Ilka, official Hot artist, likes AI. Interesting. Um, <laughs> feel free to contact me for further thoughts on that. Um, oh boy. Um, but uh, but yeah, if you live in town, feel free to swing by, pick up a physical um, copy of those prompts, or you can download it straight from our website. Um, and we also have curated displays every mm -hmm. month for each prompt, as well as lists that you can access through our catalog. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So the nice thing about the displays, I mean, the limiting thing is we can only do one display a month. <laughs> so if you're a person who wants to go in a different order or, you know, do a whole bunch of them together and you can't wait for the next month, um, that's okay too. You can contact us uh, generally I think by the end of this month, we will have lists put together for each of the topics. Um, they won't be they won't be the on display list, but um, we'll have those put together. Mm -hmm. So if you're just not in the mood for whatever our display that month is, you can do a different topic. You mm -hmm. don't have to go in order. And I also um, like to tell people that we don't check <laughs> to make sure that your book fit exactly in what we thought we were maybe <laughs> suggesting when we did it. So, um, again, lovingly, <laughs> kindly, we try to uh, g give suggestions and, and challenge you a little bit. Um, if you're in a book club, a lot of times people say, I'm so glad I'm in here because, like, I wouldn't have picked this book up or, you know, I wouldn't have read this. And so this is sort of our solo version of that where mm -hmm. <clears throat> you can... Maybe pick something up that you might not have thought. Oh, yeah. Before. And the prompts totally help us as librarians. Mm -hmm. um, I've learned about several authors or uh, genres that I wouldn't really come across if I wasn't prompted. So this benefits us as much as it benefits you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Nice. I know. I think that's a really good way of, of putting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do we want to chat about one of them yeah sure so we as was mentioned there are a total of 12 prompts they will be in the show notes um so don't worry i'll also include a link to the reading log all the good stuff you know me the show notes are just wild and i'm <laughs> here to you know 
make them make a little bit more sense. <laughs> um, but one of the prompts is read a hidden gem. And in parentheses, Ilka put, ask a book squad member for a recommendation. So to find a hidden gem, um, we definitely encourage y'all to just like use your library, come in, ask your friendly local librarians for some suggestions. We'll mm-hmm. also have a display up during that month. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us. Yeah, you can email you us. Can you can reach out on social media. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of ways you can you can find us. And I suppose if you are still participating and you're not in Lawrence, go to your local library and ask your local librarian. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's a hidden gem? Mm-hmm. Um I guess I will go ahead and start yeah, since okay. I'm already speaking. <laughs> I've got the floor. Everyone pay attention to me. Um, my Hidden Gem is a book that I read years and years ago that I absolutely adore. It's one that I constantly recommend. And so far, no one has read, which is a huge bummer because I think it's great. And I think more I, people should read it. I felt like your eyeballs were looking at me when you said that. <laughs> I have checked it out and I did not complete it, but I... And by complete it, I mean get past the first three pages. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so my hidden gem is The Fair Fight by Anna Freeman. Mm. This is a historical fiction. It's set in, I want to say the 1700s, but it follows a female pugilist as she's going through her career. There's also another character that it follows who's a woman, and it just kind of traces these two women and how they're related to one another how their stories are related to one another and the things that happen in their lives and and so it's a lot it's definitely a feminist work definitely talks about the roles that women occupy during this very limiting time in history and how they're able to break through those roles um it's really really fascinating it's incredibly well written um it is a historical fiction it's not not everyone loves historical fiction but if you you do like or you want to give it a try i highly highly recommend it's one of the best books i think i've ever read and like i said i keep recommending it because i love it so much and other people are just like oh that sounds good but um i encourage you to give it a shot um get used to the vernacular that is used especially in the beginning of the book um and just try your hardest and you know what if it doesn't work, we have two other hidden gems for you to try. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I, I can go. Um, mine is Longborn by Joe Baker, which is essentially the um, uh, almost a retelling mm-hmm. of um, Pride and Prejudice because it happens um, in the downstairs from the viewpoint of Sarah, who is an orphaned um, girl who is, oops, sorry about that, who is an orphan <laughs> girl who is um, one of their servants and is briefly mentioned in in Pride and Prejudice, but this novel takes her viewpoint entirely um, and you get a lot of um, observations about class and um, also a little bit of uh, of romance in addition. Um, it's not a romance novel, but um, you get some of that too, which is wonderful. So it's if, if you love Pride and Prejudice, this is a great way to see like glimpses of the scenes that you loved from an entirely different viewpoint and think about think about um what you love about Pride and Prejudice from an entirely different viewpoint. Yeah. <laughs> so it's for it's and it's just wonderfully written. Joe Baker's a great writer. So highly recommend. Uh I guess I'm next. Um my hidden gem uh, is a 
frequent staff pick. Um, I absolutely, it's a graphic novel. It's called Shortcomings by Adrian uh, Tomine or Tomine. Um, he kind of goes back and forth on how his last name is pronounced. I've uh, been a huge fan of his since high school. He had an independently published um, graphic novel uh, short series uh, called Optic Nerve um, in the early to mid-90s, and I just fell in love with him from there on. Uh, he has a very minimal style. This is not Marvel Universe uh, <laughs> super saturated color or anything. It's just basic line work. Um, but highly relatable narratives. This one in Shortcomings follows um, a young man, Ben uh, Tanaka. He's uh, This is a contemporary telling. Uh, he's an Asian-American man who's in a long-term relationship with his partner, Miko, and they are really strained, and he's having a lot of problems at work, as well as being an Asian American man in, you know, a predominantly uh, white work setting. So there's just a lot of, a lot of relatability, uh, considering this came out in 2007. Sadly, a lot of this is still relevant. Mm. Um, but more than anything, this has actually been adapted into a film, which is kind of a rare thing. Um, oh. And it comes out in 2023. It's directed by oh. Randall Park, who was in, uh, I want to say, it was an, an adaption of a young adult novel. Um, oh. I cannot remember. He's mainly known for being an actor, but yeah. he's a director this time around, and it's it's not done in an animation style. Wait, he's a always oh, be my maybe, yeah, right? Yeah, always mm-hmm. be my maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, always so be my maybe. If you were looking for another Asian American narrative um, that I think is just going to really be popular, I highly recommend Shortcomings. Oh, I'm very excited about yeah, that. I didn't know, and I love Randall Park so yeah, much. He's great. Yeah. He's fantastic. Okay. So. Oh, Get pumped. <laughs> pumped right now. All right. Settle down. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I just, I want to ask one question before we let you go. Um, do you have a favorite, do you have a favorite uh, month this year, a favorite pick? Hmm, that's a, that's an excellent question. One that's like your your heart child. <laughs> well, I want to say read an award-winning book of poetry just because I enjoy poetry very much, but I have to say I've always wanted to do a display based on locker room mysteries. I'm also a fan of Arthur Conan Doyle and the short stories that um, he did for Sherlock Holmes. I loved as a child. I'm fascinated by locker room mysteries. It got me into police procedural crime dramas as a child on television so um it's it never fails to fascinate me it's like how the flip did that happen (laughs) all right so so that one i'm i'm secretly excited about okay i guess everyone knows now (laughs) it's not the secrets out (laughs) okay so uh read a locked room mystery and award-winning book of poetry Uh are your are your two 
delight. Yeah, award winning book of poetry. Everyone already loves it. You cannot lose. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm so glad that you came and chatted with us today about this. We will have you back on to talk about something. Maybe we should do a poetry Mm. episode and have you come on. (laughs) So um, I think that'd be great because I am not a poetry expert. I keep trying and I keep failing. I, I know. All I right. love it. I love it. Okay. The book fairy is on the test. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Right. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Bye. Let's do a little let's do a little wrap up yeah. and um, I wanna leave everybody with what the book clubs are reading this yeah. month because it's a question we get a lot and mm-hmm. I thought we should add that to our uh, podcast. We yeah. should talk about that uh, as we wrap up the podcast every time. So, Absolutely. Um, I can talk about what my book clubs are reading, um, which is uh, first, uh, Lessons in Chemistry, which is what I am reading right now rapidly mm-hmm. because my book club is on Thursday. Um, <clears throat> and and that's for... <clears throat> That's second, for second Thursday. Second Thursday. And I'm I'm really like I mean I I knew I would really like it. Everybody is talking about like how fabulous it is. It's about a woman who's a chemist in the 1960s and um she faces a lot of sexism and she's raising a child and ends up doing a um ends up doing a cooking show. <laughs> uh but really, like, leans into that as a chemist. And so, um, so far, anyway, it's the banter has been funny. The writing's been good and mm-hmm. really tight. And so um, I'm liking that. And then I just finished reading. Um, I am sitting here, like, completely bl- <laughs> blanking on what I read. Oh, nope. I read Jonah's Okay by Wiki Wang. Or maybe Wake Wake Wang. Oh, I'm so sorry again. Oh, I've got trouble sitting. Waikiki Wang, um, and I, uh, we did finish that one. So that is about um, a woman who is a doctor, an Asian American, Chinese American woman who is first generation, who is dealing with um, some loss of her family, dealing with sort of feeling alienated from her family and pretty much from everybody else, mm-hmm. um, and dealing with um, the realities of being a doctor, um, the reality of being a person who is very different um, in their thinking than other yeah. people. So um, uh, everybody, I think everybody really liked that one. Good. I will be honest and say that I really liked chemistry. Uh, mm-hmm. The first novel I read by her better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean this was a bad book. I just, I don't know. I don't like chemistry better, mm-hmm. which is why I picked this one. So that's what uh, Social Justice Book Club just read. Okay. Um, I have Queer Book Club um, and... This month we're well, I guess we just finished The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet by Becky Chambers, um, which is a sci-fi novel. I've talked about Becky Chambers before. Um, it's a space opera ragtag team of people, <laughs> super fun, great characters, all of that stuff. Um, and then February's book is Less by Andrew Sean Greer which is a Pulitzer Prize winning novel. Oh, wow. And I'm excited to hear what people have to say because I think it's a good group, lots of opinions, uh, lots of different reading styles. Um, and so I'm excited to see what they have to say about a literary fiction uh, darling. 
and whether or not they will totally <laughs> eviscerate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the second one is coming out. Yes. The second or, one has already come has, out. Has come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. Oh, I guess we need to decide, are we telling people what we're reading and talking about this month? Or are we going to talk about next month, too? We'll record before then. So... Just wait. You guys will hear about it later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, I want to see if I can update everybody. We can let everybody know what last Wednesday book club is reading. Um, Perhaps we can because I don't have that. Okay. They are reading um, Cloud and discussing Cloud Cuckoo Land Mm -hmm. for this upcoming meeting on the 25th. And for Thriller Thursday, you can contact Christina. Mm-hmm. Um, she, along with uh, Shirley, who does Mystery Book Club, they both do more themed right. episodes rather than uh, – not themed episodes, themed <laughs> discussions rather yeah. than than right. specific books. But you can contact yeah. those two. Yeah, we'll have the link in there. Mm-hmm. So um, awesome. I think that's – I think that's everything. Um, and Nature Book Club also – uh, I think that you just you just come and talk about what you've mm-hmm. read nature themed. So um, and that meets quarterly, I believe. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously we're gonna have a link to all of. These, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I will in, put everything in the show notes as in always. The show notes as always. But uh, we thought people might be interested. Mm-hmm. So and we're always taking new members, but you can read along silently by yourself at home <laughs> in your PJs if you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Happy reading. Happy reading. That's it for this edition of the Book Squad podcast. For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe and please rate or comment. You'll help others find the podcast. Our Book Squad librarians are Polly Kinn and Adam Lopez. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Gluck. I'm Joel Bonner, and this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.